You ever heard a song that you think is really shit? A song that makes you wonder how did that become a hit? Sometimes you need to hear a discussion about that in regular podcast format. Well, there's a lot of bad songs that we're gonna attack. A thousand and one steamer piles of crap. I'm telling you the truth, you know that we don't lie. Here's a thousand and one songs that make you wanna die. Oh, and now. Here's your hosts, Zap, Bebo, Dan, and Gypsy. This is A Thousand and One Songs That Make You Want to Die, the podcast where we have toes strong enough to fire off a shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight we are going to listen to Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Say, um, Chibsy, uh, Chibsy surprises us with those intros every time. Like, we, mm. I, I don't know what he's gonna say, nor do I endorse what he says. <laughs> We're just as surprised as everyone else. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's preface this episode with a trigger warning. Uh, you're a real gun, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who's got the next pun? Quick, come on, let's go. <laughs> come on, let's let's rifle through all the puns now. <laughs> I just endorse. Uh, I just endorse having strong toes. Uh, that's all. Who <laughs> no. doesn't? You know, let's get stuck into the lyrics here. Well, hang on, we get a special guest. Fucking whatever. He's more important than you. <laughs> all right, okay. So after all, after all this shit talking that Dan Southern came up with. Um, <laughs> About um Trace Cyrus and how he is the brother of Miley Cyrus, we have got the Mad Dog mentioned on the <laughs> Shake It episode. Uh, Mad Dog, how's it going? Here. How you going? Yeah, very very good. Thanks. I was very uh, honoured to get the shout out, and um, got to say, long time listener, first time uh, contributor, but bloody excited tonight. Very excited. Yeah. Gonna be good. Gonna be yeah. good. Let's get into the lyrics of this um stinking pile of shit. Um, <laughs> load up on guns. Bring your friends. It's fun to lose and to pretend. She's overboard and self-assured. Oh no! I know a dirty word. <laughs> These are the ramblings of a retarded eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things where you listen to the song as as a fan, and you never really think too deeply about it, but like you delve in a little deeper, and it's kind of nothing, isn't it? It it is fucking nothing, nothing at all. It's seriously the ramblings of it. That's all. If you could put in words what the sound of heroin running through your veins is, it's those lines. Where is, it, um... he tries to rhyme for a little bit, but then he's too fucking whacked out for the next line. <laughs> so now it just goes, uh, dirty word. I know a dirty word as well. <laughs> oh, I know a dirty word as well, hey? <laughs> oh, oh, hello, 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 hello. 
Oh my fucking god! So, oh, sorry. I need I need a drink. I need a drink. There's a YouTube comment that I was going to say for later, but it suits what we're talking about now. <laughs> this mm. is from Ege Karagos. No nudity, only drugs and talent. <laughs> it really sums it up. Look, yeah, for, it me, for me, I, I haven't seen this thing in bloody 25 years and loading it up today, all I could think was, you know, it sort of reminds me of the video, the song, reminds me of how you'd think about um, kind of your great-grandparents. You're sort of obliged to like them, but really they're just yes. fucking boring, <laughs> sad, and smell a bit like mothballs. Like, that's the impression. That's the impression the whole song video kind of package gave to me. Like, you're sort of obliged to like it, but it's really not that good. It's just a bit shit, hey? It's like ran down your throat. It's rammed down your throat mm. day in, day out with every fucking year that goes by <laughs> and another top 100 list comes out of the greatest songs of this fucking decade. This piece of shit somehow ends up right up the top, right up the top. And I just think it's totally a nostalgia thing. Totally yeah. a nostalgia thing. Really opened the door for um for people who put in less effort to their music, really, didn't it? This opened <laughs> the door for... This opened the door... For every other good band that ever played a Fender with Distortion, but this wasn't the band to do it. Mm. It is an anthem for less effort. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's wrong with today's generation. (laughs) It's their fault. Um, So I I was trying to really figure out where my hatred of this song came from. Yeah, because I I thought I was going to just mention... Chibsy is a I can I can back the fact that Chibsy is a long time hater of this song because um we had nearly the same conversation we're having right now years and years ago. Um, a long time ago. Something about Nirvana came up and I was like, Oh man, what an album and, and Chibsy cut me off straight away. He goes he was like, Oh fuck, shut up, Dan Southern. And I'm like, What? And he's like I had a tick. I had a tick before and it was kind of like a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, don't tell me you're one of those people that pretends to like Nirvana. You're one of the millions of people that just say you like Nirvana because everyone else does and you don't acknowledge how shit they are. And I'm like, no, I like them. And you're like, no, you don't. Nah, no one likes them. <laughs> Look, on, but how many yeah, people about think- that? How many people do you think own a Nirvana shirt that have never listened to Nirvana? Well, that that's a different thing. Well, that's what happens when you get them, like, for $20 at Big W Cause they're from shit. another brand or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I heard this This song got put on a, um, a burnt mix CD that someone gave to me. Um, and I knew about Nirvana and, like, I probably had heard this song before. But this is, like, when... Um, you know, like a one blank burnt CD cost about like $24 and I had like saved up to buy the blank to give to a mate to burn me a CD with songs he downloaded from the internet because it was this crazy thing that no one else could do, but he was like a hacker and could do it. 
<laughs> and this was like track seven, track seven out of 19 tracks. <laughs> and I just, I reckon there was 18 fucking banging songs on that. And then this piece of dog shit just sat in the middle of it that went for over five minutes. <laughs> it, wasted, it wasted over, over five really minutes of my life. Five minutes. It goes for it goes, five minutes yeah, of one, goes, one second. goes for a while. Wow. So, really? Tibbs, I'm I'm um, starting to vibe that your hatred of this song is not necessarily like lyrics based, but no, no. Let's like, keep going with that. Let's say it had incredible <laughs> it lyrics. It is. It, it, it let's say let's say the lyrics were incredible. Do you mm. hate the music and vocals and all that too? Oh, it's everything. <laughs> See, I don't understand why we're glorifying a guy who is like renowned for like just coming up with lyrics just on the spot, like writes them down and gets them recorded like as soon as he has to. And they're like, oh, it's, he's just amazing. Like he can do it so quick. I'm like, well, yeah, he can do it quick. That's great. But he's they're fucking shit. Yeah, like, it's look, nothing. I don't like, why is look. he being so like highly praised for that? Dubby Energy has declared war on Big Energy, who probably support ISIS. If you want an energy drink with no maladextrin, no artificial colours, and no kickbacks that fund insurrections in the Middle East, then look no further. So head on over to dubby.gg and use the promo code 1001songs. That's the number, 1001, for 10% off price of purchase. And remember, kids, if it's not Dubby, it's ISIS. I don't blame Butch Vig for this, okay? As a producer. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame I actually love him. Butch Vig. I think he's a great producer. Love- he's done amazing Butch stuff. Butch Vig, you are forgiven. Mm. I, look, um, New Wave by Against Me is maybe one of mm. the, the best best albums of the last 20 years, and that's Butch Vig all over it. Mm. But um, even he was just like, look, I, he wouldn't do any more than three takes. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want me to do? Like, mm. Even he's like that. And then you've got Fuckface, um, what is his name, Kurt, same um, <laughs> Nirvana. Um, oh, look! Basically, basically, I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to be in a Pixies cover band, hey! But then this got heaps big. <laughs> go, oh, for fuck's sake! Like Gen X anthem, and this guy's like, I wish I was in a Pixies cover band. He he wrote this song trying to write a Pixies song. <laughs> it is lightly admitted it. I, they always say that, but I. Can you name yeah. one Pixie song that sounds anything like this? Actually, well, that's, not we're really. We're taking the, the drugs and the talent out <laughs> of the Pixies and putting it mm. in here. Adding that's what nudity. you get. <laughs> and the nudity. So, so let's, can we keep going with these these lyrics? Because we're 10 minutes in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. we left off. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. Let's. Hmm. Is... Hello. Sorry, couldn't couldn't think of anything to rhyme um, with hello. Yeah, hello. Hello. Other than hello. Is anyone going to address the elephant in the room and the racial slur? Um, he refers to just bang straight out of nowhere a mulatto. 
Um, <laughs> we're there now. Which we is there now. a mixed race person, um, which is now a derogatory term. But if he's making stuff up on the spot and, like, he goes straight out of, here we are now entertain us, a mulatto. So that's racist on so many levels. Not only has he referred to mixed-race people as mulattoes, he thinks that they're funny and entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to ask, what what do you reckon that... What do you think the four things... What's the relation between a mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, and his libido? Here we go. I mapped it out. I mapped it out. Oh, good. In like a... In like a... um, Like a... uh, Fucking... (laughs) Mind map. Yeah. (laughs) So... I've written up a pie there. chart for all of you to look at. I've <laughs> yeah. printed it out. Okay, so the first first thing was, um, okay, so he's sitting there in the um, vocal booth and Butch Vig's like, come on, come on, Kurt. Like, <laughs> we need to come up with some lyrics here. And he's like, all right, just, just, yeah, all right, give me a sec. All right. Instantly sinks into his clan style thinking <laughs> and goes, I need something racist, something prejudiced, <laughs> then something racist again, and then something about sexual harassment. <laughs> well, you know you got that. yourself a chorus, and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because this is going to be a hit. And then he's like, "But, but, but, hear me out, hear me out. They've got a rhyme." <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of yeah. He's like, he's like, oh well, I'll write him out again then. Yeah, because he's like um, a half cast, a real white person, <laughs> a fucking bloodsucker, and he's like, no, that doesn't no, work. No, you no, need no, no, no. Um, half cast. What's another? What's another racial slur for a half cast? A, a mulatto. Oh, you know, mulatto, albino. That's O at the end. O at the end. You know what? Uh, what else is O in? Heroin. <laughs> It's all making was, sense. I don't know if he was quite on the heroin yet, actually. Was he? Fuck off, Bevo. <laughs> this guy was Fuck born with it. This guy was born, born <laughs> was with so it in his eyes. It's in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Look. Okay. Um, here we go. Mild. Hold on. Hold on. I'm worse at what I do best. And for this gift, I feel blessed. Songwriting. Our little group has always been... And always will until the end. So, what's this little group? I always took it, it as his band. Is it his crack house? Is <laughs> he talking about his crack house? Until the end is until the end is bang bang, isn't it? Nineteen ninety four. It was probably one bang. Mm. <laughs> bang. <laughs> he probably wanted to, but he's like, oh, I wonder if I'll get the second one unconscious. Yeah, he trained his second toe just to give that double tap. Yeah. I, I'm gonna find out. Does this does this hatred run in the family, Mister Mad Dog? Is this is this something you guys bonded over as kids, or well, is, have you got a different opinion at all? Do you know what this conversation that you had with Chibsy um, a while ago that you were recounting does not surprise me in the slightest because I can imagine us both having this exact conversation and if it was me in his place, I would have said the exact same things. Right. So, yes, the hatred is, but as I said, you know, 
I always felt kind of like, yeah, nah, nah, like Nirvana's sick, hey, like, yeah, no, you got to like it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, it's I a like prerequisite. But now in 2020, I feel like you can come out with, you know, come out of the closet, so to speak. Not a fan. <laughs> you come out of the closet. Yeah. The support yeah. groups for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, quick, I'll quickly wrap these lyrics up here. And I forgot just why I taste. Oh, yeah. I guess it makes me smile. I found it hard. It's hard to find. Oh, well, whatever. Never mind. A denial, 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 a denial. There you go. There's the song. It sounds really bad when you say it like that. I did want to bring up the. This was considered, this is considered to be the work of a genius. The ramblings of a genius. Well, look, I, I want to make a point, if I haven't already, that I do love Nirvana. I'm not going to rate this song badly. And I had to really, really no, dig to find some stuff that I, that I thought was stupid about it. I've got two points on the lyrics that I'll take one second to get through. So firstly, um, the lyric says, with the lights out, it's less dangerous. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. You can trip over things with the lights out. It's definitely more dangerous. It's not yeah, very it's much more an dangerous. OHS. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. It's less dangerous to have the lights on. Yeah. Like I feel like maybe he hasn't seen what a light does in you know, like all the uses of a light, you know? I think it's more like when he's completely passed out, he can't really hurt himself more. Maybe he thinks that the light's gonna explode. He's like, Well with, if that's out, less dangerous, there's less chance of it exploding. <laughs> Um, and then the other thing that I thought was kind of dumb, uh, it's fun to lose and to pretend. And mm. I thought, no, it's, it's not normally fun. <laughs> it's not normally fun to lose. Um, but cause everyone wants to win. Right. But maybe if, if you're playing a game where the game was to stab each other in the eye and, <laughs> y- and the way that you lose the game is to go down a big water slide. Um, then then it would be fun to lose because be like let's play a game and stab each other in the eye no I'm going to lose that's heaps of fun Russian roulette is fun to lose yeah Yeah. Yeah. great game to lose Christopher Walken should have bloody paid attention (laughs) I've got one I wanted to bring up actually my favourite lyric please. and I forget just why I taste Probably to, uh, it's like a biological thing to um, <laughs> make sure you don't have poison and things that might make you vomit. That's yeah, probably some food. And he's like, what is happening in my mouth? Why? <laughs> why? Why, like, why what, sour? Why what sweet? Mean, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I've eaten something and now I can, there's a sensation in my taste buds. Why is this happening? It may encourage me to take up this pastime again. <laughs> have you guys heard of toby vale that's his no. girlfriend that's his it? girlfriend at the time now ex-girlfriend <laughs> obviously because he's in he's a goner everybody everybody's um, his ex ex-wife ex-daughter ex-girlfriend yeah. ex-mum ex-dad um <laughs> a lot of exes there's probably something where uh like it actually kind of makes sense there's a little bit of sense to the lyrics because he's saying that she's overboard and self-assured and if you've ever watched like a video of toby vale uh i can't remember the name of a band it was like bikini chicks or something bikini kill 
Rukini mm. kill. Oh, well, yep, again. Um, yeah, she's real bland, hey. She's really, really bland. <laughs> and she kind of reminds me of, I don't know if anyone's real into like their YouTube or got into their YouTube when they were younger, um, but there was a girl called Nicole and she'd always start her videos with, hey guys, it's Nicole. <laughs> and she's pretty much YouTube video. Yeah, ever. pretty much, yeah. There's a compilation, it goes for like four hours and I've definitely watched it from start to finish, um, <laughs> just of that intro. And she reminds me a lot of Toby Vale. And I kind of like, I, I'm not surprised you did heroin because you've got to you've got to stimulate your mind some way <laughs> well, jazz it up the, a little that's why i turn the lights out <laughs> yeah yeah that's dangerous this guy's constantly just like how can i jazz life up well let's talk about just just to get a little bit factual in this episode rather than just um turn it on its head Apparently, the name Smells Like Teen Spirit was written because uh, Toby Vale graffitied on Kurt Cobain's wall, Kurt Smells Like Teen Spirit in spray mm. paint. So, there goes Great. your uh, right. bond. And um, Yeah. So, mm. so much for the Gen X youth anthem. The deodorant Teen Spirit had only come out. It's a mm. type of deodorant, brand of deodorant. It had only been out for like literally a month before this had been written. Imagine like a new line of links deodorant coming out and being like fuck this smells that good i'm yeah. gonna write a fucking massive song about it eh? yeah Afri- it's called it africa by yeah. toto yeah <laughs> but kurt didn't know it was about the deodorant he thought it was just a cool name for a song and then found out later it was about the deodorant and was a bit disappointed that's what they want you to think i hope that doesn't get out <laughs> yeah. um I-, I like this so when i did my research here um I really, I came to respect um, Novoselic as the as one of the members of Nirvana. When he was presented this song, um, uh, it just comprised of the main guitar riff and the chorus vocal, and then Novoselic said, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> ridiculous that shit, man. Let's do it. That's that was his feedback, like. <laughs> What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, so has anyone um, actually listened to... Um, it's a song that it fucking rips off, like, completely. Are you talking about More Than a Feeling by Boston? More more Than a oh. Feeling by Boston. Like... Yeah. Well, that it, came out before and, this. And... <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Except their chorus melody is incredibly better. Except mm. that song is fucking sick. And the bit is like, hey? <laughs> it's like hey? already so, really, really high, and then it somehow gets so higher. much better. It's so wicked. much better. Um, so like, my advice is that if you think that you like this song. Um, just go listen to that song, and then you realise, oh wait, this one's a good. This is a good song. That's a bad song. Yeah. It's, it's like some, someone math. says, "Oh, I really like Smells Like Teen Spirit." You're like, no, no, no. You like you mean more than a you mean you mean uh, more than a feeling by Boston? No, no. I meant I meant Nirvana. Smells. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I can imagine someone in the studio is like, "Oh, this kind of sounds like that." Um, more than a feeling song, and Butch Fig just slams his hand on the table. He's like. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like that. 
<laughs> just Turn like, the if lights this means out. I can get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the song of which we do not speak. Mm. Yeah. Um, can I talk a little bit about production? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sound City, man. That's exactly where it's at. The Neve console, man. <laughs> that Has anyone seen the Sound City documentary? Yeah. 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 It is so good. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Except for when Dave Grohl's like, someone's asking him a question towards the end and he's like, uh, I was in fucking Nirvana, dude. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm still like, <laughs> um, let's, uh, I do like the bass tone in this song, mm. in the verses. It's not one of them um, stupid things where like, oh, we recorded it through a matchbox and then like reamped it through a rig and recorded wank, it through wank, a hallway. Wank, wank. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like the sound of that. So there's there's some positives for you. Mm. I think the bass drum sound is like has nothing but trebles in it. It's mm. irritating to listen to, like unbelievably irritating to listen to. I'm a I'm a tragic diehard Dave Grohl fan, and I won't say a bad thing about him. But one thing I've noticed he didn't mix the drums. No, no. But one thing <laughs> I've noticed very recently is one of his tricks, especially in in Nirvana, is on the one of the beat. He always hits both symbols. I don't know if that's a good. Well, dude, you knocking Dave Grohl? That's actually pretty like not on a. For someone that claims to love him, I, and you can always, you can always, man, you can see him in videos, and he just fully leans in hard. <laughs> it looks good. Yeah, yeah, that's his looks trick. great. So now and, you know, um, you'll know, you'll look, hear it every time. It's no, it's no crazy frog, but he's doing his best. <laughs> um, he sits on the, he look. fully sits on a cushion on the floor, though, eh? You thought yeah. I liked Crazy Frog. Wait till you hear what I give this song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, is it just me or is it disgusting beyond belief that he's playing a fucking single coil Fender Mustang <laughs> yeah. for this song? Like, how hard is it just to go and get this guy something with humbuckers in it? Also, the fact that he popularized and brought back the Fender Mustang as a legitimate yeah. instrument. Fender would have been like, oh, and we did- just got rid of all the fucking machines that make these things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this guitar doesn't ever stay in tune. It sounds bad. And let's bring it back now. He's Fuck. actually doing a tune up or a string change halfway through the video, if you've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he hits the solo. Yeah. When he hits the solo, he decides... um. I, I I didn't play this. This is obviously something I did not do in the studio, and I don't know this. So <laughs> I'm just going to tap away up here. Yeah. It's kind of like he's confused about what he's actually got around his neck, and he's giving it a good inspection. I wonder if I took if I took this high E string off. Do you reckon that could actually make its way into one of my veins? <laughs> <laughs> he was he was distracted by the shiny things at the top of the guitar and started fiddling <laughs> with them halfway through the song. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. It was, it was a, uh, it's probably his into like his his way of going. Oh, well, this is probably the way the this is probably the way it was played because it's got a bendy sound. So if I just do this for a bit, <laughs> it's going to create a bendy yeah. noise probably. So I do the bendy bendy here. <laughs> There's not many live versions where he actually plays the solo at all, really. So he doesn't know. No, he didn't play it. There's no way. Dave definitely played that. Yeah. Apparently, Butch Vig suggested changes to the arrangement when they brought it to him, um, including moving a guitar ad lib to the chorus and shortening the chorus. 
How fucking long was the chorus when they brought yeah, it to me? A few more um, hellos, I think. Oh, my God. It's like shortening. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cra- crazy pills were these people taking? Um, so they basically recorded three takes. They used the second take, and then uh, Vig had to correct timing errors created by Copain switching between his guitar effects pedals because ah. he couldn't do that in time. So... Cobain recorded only three vocal takes and Vig is quoted as saying, I was lucky to ever get Kurt to do four takes. Uh, wow. Uh, and when this was sent out to a um, rock radio stations, uh, the feedback they got was, we can't play this. I can't understand what this guy is saying. <laughs> so, funnily enough, the rock radio a station in, I think it was, was L.A., I don't think they're a mm. thing anymore. Yeah, they claim to not understand the lyrics, but they were totally okay with playing only a year prior to this, just like Paradise. Do you remember that song? What's that song? Oh, I can't remember who it's by, but you'd know it if you heard it. And it's an absolute piece of... Oh, Put it on the list. Shit. It's shit. Put it on the list. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like this radio station reckons that this song is worse than that David song. Lee and I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah, David Lee Roth, that's who. Rocking steady in her daddy's car. She got yeah. the stereo with the big guitars. Let's yeah, let's save that. Hey, that's good. That rhymed. Um, <laughs> so apparently Cobain, uh, he made the band play the riff for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> Eventually, Novoselic began playing the riffs more slowly because his arm was fucking tired. Um, <laughs> his bass isn't down in his fucking ankles. <laughs> God damn it. So it inspired drummer uh, Dave to create the drum beat. So that's where the drum beat came from when um, Chris got a bit sleepy and had to slow it down a bit. Um, And then as a result, it's the only song on Nevermind to credit all three band members as writers. Very, Mm. very financially lucky for the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody oath. Do you think this was just like um, some good marketing from Grohl or something to be like, um, I think you should really sound as the single, hey. Really? I think Come As You Are should be the single. No, 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 no. That one. It's like, you know Mm. that's shit. You know that's not a fucking good song at all. (laughs) It's the best one. It's the best one on the album. You should definitely release that as a single. (laughs) And luckily in 1990, was it 1991? 92? This came out? 92? 91 Um, the album came out, but the single might be 91 the album came out. Um, I'll get into the legacy side of it, but... (laughs) It's a bit crazy. So let's get into the video, shall we? Yeah. 75,000 US dollars converted what? to now is like Are you serious? between 30 and 50 then. For $75,000 to record a film clip done in a fucking basketball court with some smoke. With two shots, two shots in a smoke machine. Yeah. Wow. I found the um I found the uh the brief for this one from the producers and it just says uh brown. <laughs> well, you know that janitor. Um, he yeah. was an Academy Award-winning actor, and uh, he actually yeah. <laughs> requested about forty-five thousand dollars for six minutes of work. Yeah, <laughs> is that the budget? That was the budget. Yeah. The, <laughs> he went to the, the janitor. Yeah, the, I feel like they, whatever the budget was, they spent it on something else. Yeah, hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What could it be? Um, they uh, referenced Rock and Roll High School as like their what they wanted 
it to be like. Mm. It's fucking nothing like that film clip. No, no, it is because they're um, rocking and rolling in a high school. Oh, I completely misinterpreted yeah. it. See, so, so did the director. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I want it to be like Rock and Roll High School, you know, like that really cool movie. It's like, oh, um, oh yeah, you want yeah, to rock yeah, and roll definitely in rock and roll in a high school. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon they put up a basketball hoop and some curtains, or is it actually in a um? It's it's in apparently a in a like a it's in a proper place where they a real gym. But you can't see the tape where they've taped together the um the plastic at the back of the, yeah. <laughs> the band. Like the same tape used shit. to keep his strap on the guitar. Yeah. So the music video, um, it was the first from director Samuel Bayer. Bayer <laughs> believed that he was hired because his test reel was so poor, the band anticipated his production would be punk and not corporate. So this oh, guy was so shit at his job. Mm. <laughs> that he ended up directing one of the biggest film clips ever. This just stinks of the let's not try at all and we'll make it. <laughs> what, like this podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right. I, th- I think I spent more time researching this than they did doing the film clip and writing it and recording yeah, it. Yeah, fucking know. <laughs> Combined. Um, what, so this it was uploaded to YouTube in 2009. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw that, like, whatever video I looked at, um, one billion plays. Yeah, It has over a billion bill. plays. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Um, what is that janitor doing? He's just Look, having a dance. He's just rocking out, man. It's Is he there? Like, you don't <laughs> see him. Is he even there? Like... Yeah. He doesn't seem too concerned with, like, the job of a janitor, like, cleaning and mopping the floor. Like, he's more concerned with up and down on the mop pole. Yeah. In- he's reliving his um, bluegrass days when he used to play that thing that with the one string. A lager phone. <laughs> yeah. The way he wrung that filthy rag out was art at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, doing the – they're, like, uh, what do we need for the clip? we got 70 grand. They're, like, uh, well, we need about 20 extras. Yep, got it. Uh, we need we need like basketball hoops and lights. Yep, cool. Um, really, really creepy sex pest of a janitor. Um, <laughs> hey Joe, that's gonna set us back. <laughs> hey Joe, just pick that filthy rag up and bring it into the bucket, and just <laughs> and just really, really feel it. You know, like get into it. Yeah, squeeze it. <laughs> um, yeah, Kurt's, Kurt's, Kurt's behind the camera while they're filming those things. Be like, he's not a mulatto, is he? <laughs> Considering I'm making lyrics up on the spot, I see you. <laughs> Something springs to mind. <laughs> um, it really annoys me that he's left-handed. Yeah, me too. Uh, it annoys me. Yeah. Any left-handed person annoys me. I don't like it. Me yeah. either. It irks me. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, yeah. That's one yeah. thing we agree I, on. Play the play the right way. Yeah. Mm. I'm left-handed. Yeah. It's like, hey, Fuck off then. Hey, why are you playing like an idiot? And I hate watching you play guitar. I play right-handed, actually. <laughs> good. good work. Good. See? You did yeah. good you go. there. The right thing. Good. Well done. <laughs> Just uh, the rest of this podcast is, well, good. Good. Good one. <laughs> good. 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 I got a little extra like for my... you guys if, you, if you're interested. Yes. Uh, 
Dave Grohl's T-shirt is uh, the name of his ex-band before he joined this band, Scream. Yeah. Oh, oh good on him. There you go. Shout out. Yeah. Giving a shout out because it's shout better days. Yeah. <laughs> better days for him. There's also you can also tell in a certain shot that um, he's got tape under underneath his symbols, which is what you do when you're recording a music video, and it's too annoying to hear the symbols over the track. Oh, it's got tape under it, does it? Yeah. So yeah. when you hit the symbol, it just goes Psh, instead of that. Would imagine Psh. how horrible that would have been to be on site listening yeah. to that shit. Yeah. Um. So, um. Do you think the anarchy symbols on the cheerleaders' titties were necessary? No, I, I definitely thought that. I was like, I'm, I'm like a mild Nirvana fan, right? Mm. But I've never, never connected the dots between them and anarchy. Why do you have the anarchy tattoo? Feel, uh, me? Yeah. Well, I've got it on. I've got it in. <laughs> got it on my, my scrotum. That's for me. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> he's got an A and a B. Yeah, there's no. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no connection between Nirvana and Anarchy and in any other mm. like time, place, way, shape. No lyrics, no albums. None of them connect up to Anarchy. Am I right? Yeah, no, I, I didn't think so. Unless you consider Anarchy to be the shittest moshing ever seen, ever. Yeah, well, I think it was a producers, directors, whoever's job. Like they're like, all right, well, this is uh, look chaos. Look, the kids today—they're all about <laughs> crazy, you know, ruckus, oh. chaos. And um, look, let's get a symbol in there. Yeah. And I mean, look at the titties. There's anarchy everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Jump around. Look at look at that creepy janitor. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be allowed in here. Um, there's a crowd. There's this. <laughs> There's this crowd surfing, like, Poindexter um, around the four-minute mark. Did anyone catch this dude? Yeah. Like, who right seems like, too. why are you, like, who is he? How, like, everyone else is in, like, you know, the black, like, long shirts, long hair, like, the press dude. And then it's just, like, fucking the singer of Weezer fucking crowd surfing. <laughs> Like, he's at the end though. He's got his dunce cap on. Beverly and he's tied up. Hills. Hey guys, I heard there was a party at the gym. <laughs> his name's Chip. You know that guy's name is Chip. Yeah, I'm here for the pep rally. No, I don't think so. <laughs> that um, basketball hoop is fucking the pole for that thing is paper thin. I don't know how that guy didn't pull it over. Has anyone seen the um? The Weirdo Yankovic version of this song. Yeah. It smells like Nirvana. Yeah. like I was going to talk about better. the Weird Al Yankovic version of a, another song that we'll be discussing later. Oh, yes. Okay. Very, very. I have heard this um, one. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. the Weirdo Yankovic version of this song, the film clip, is way better than this film clip. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. It's a higher budget and more talent mm. and more talent. Mm. Um, so... I think this also could go down in history as being the shittest guitar smash ever put on film. Well, it's not even the same guitar as the one he's playing in the rest of the video. So oh, no. It, all of it's shit. Nothing says anarchy like keeping a good <laughs> guitar for the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't, smash, Cheap you don't smash your guitar from holding the base of the body. Yeah. No. <laughs> that is completely wrong technique. Has he never seen The Who? Yeah. I actually watched this documentary about the filming of The Pretender by the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, and at the end, the director's asking Dave to smash his guitar. I don't know if you guys have seen this 
I've like, seen this, of, yeah. Yeah. And um, he's like, oh, what can you can you just smash your guitar at the end? And he's like, oh, this is like a really rare guitar. Like you can't really get these. I'm pretty sure the quote, he goes, this is like an $800 guitar. Yeah. <laughs> $800 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's another bit. There's another bit where he's like, um, oh, you know, because well, Kurt smashed his guitar in the, in the Smells Like Teen Spirit video and he was like, oh, man, I really miss Kurt. Like I really wish he wouldn't talk about it, but it was just like awkward as and he's like, <laughs> awkward. Because <laughs> that guy was a whole bunch of fun to be around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's a good way to get out of smashing your guitar. It's just to pull the um, my oh, friend's I'll dead card. Yeah. I get sad talking about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back away. I'm surprised he had friends. He's just bloody sad sack. He doesn't. He didn't have yeah. friends. It's like his band. People pretend. Yeah. Um. The the <laughs> principal the song. The it is the pretender. <laughs> the pretender. Oh, Full circle. Illuminati um, is real. Yeah, the meaning of life. Um, the principal uh, that's at the end that's all tied up and shit with the dunce hat on. Yeah, what's up with that? So apparently he was like a major part of the film clip. But during the editing process, they cut him out completely. But then Kurt decided, oh, you should put him in at the end though, Like, I guess. It's like, why? So it can make no fucking sense at all? <laughs> like, <laughs> we haven't seen this dude at all, the entire film clip. And now this old mate janitor um, with his rock hard knob going past <laughs> the bloody... The guy, the guy tied up with a dunce hat around him, like he's about to play sex games. It's like he is, he is about to do that. That's why he shouldn't be allowed in there. I know. Was this a Catholic school? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the fact that they've tied up the principal is their way of uh, further proving the their stance on anarchy because they're like he represents rules and the system. <laughs> I can relate to that a lot, actually. Well, that, yeah. Well, well, yeah. You don't want the education department hearing this, Mad Dog. Mm. Um, well, no. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the name is Mad Dog, and that's as far as we'll go. Mad Dog. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they knew him of back in Nan. Yeah. Um. So let's go. I'm going to move on the legacy here. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry. 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 The uh the other part of this film clip is that it was designed to be uh you was designed to be submerged in the greatest gig you could ever imagine. Oh. Clearly, who thought of this had never been to the John Farnham final tour of ninety seven, two thousand, two thousand five, two thousand nine, and two thousand and thirteen. Because those times were fucking off top. Or they wouldn't have. <laughs> no, they definitely wouldn't have. Because it was ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you know they should have known. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots! You know what? Watching this film clip, watching this film clip reminds me of every single fucking horrible band from Wollongong. That oh I my had god! To play doesn't with. it? Um, from like say mm. like well past Nirvana's peak, right? Mm. These are the pe- these are the key people that forgot that they were shit. And it had gone around full circle. Now they're good again. Mm. And these dumb cunts had decided to listen to them and copy them and then go out and play their own version of this shitness. It's not that yeah. they forgot they were shit. It's that Nirvana, as I said before, opened the door to be okay to be mm. shit. And there were <laughs> shit bands. 
Especially <laughs> there were a lot of and shit I played there. with all of them. <laughs> I swear to God, two thousand from from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and two, there were so many fucking horrible grunge bands in Wollongong. Would that really be from... like your second or third wave? Did you say till two thousand and two, and not it continues to this day? Or it does, it does. But I've learnt to get past it and no longer go to see live music ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in Wollongong. Look at Bevo going red. <laughs> I've invited him to do things, and you. All I do is play live music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, I always, I've invited Chibsy to do things, and he's he always says no, and then reminds me that he hates music and that he hates me. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's, true. That's my feelings it's every true. time. So you, I had to break your spirit. We you guys have alienated the nation of Chad. And now the region of Wollongong. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Just keep ticking them off the list. Slowly boys. around the globe. Yeah. And that we, yeah, we wanted to do it in that order too, Mad Dog. <laughs> we thought, yeah. well, look, let's, let's piss off Chad first. Look, when I first discussed doing Easy this target. podcast with the guys, um, yeah. Dan Sullivan was just <laughs> like, I'm in, I'm in, but I'm fucking taking down that African nation of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Singapore, actually, at the moment. Hey, we're we're trending in Singapore. Top 150. Oh, fair dinkum. Singapore's Beautiful. a very strict. Yeah, we cracked Singapore's the top 100 a very, at one point. I know it's a very strict state, so I feel like that's the anarchy. We're the anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not like legacy. Singaporean anarchy. No, that's right. Can I read yeah. out some Spitting YouTube ch- comments before we get to the legacy? Yes. I got <laughs> some fucking weird ones, man. Uh, I like weird. There's some quotes. There's more than one quote from a cartoon character. Right. This was only three days ago, too. We didn't realize we were making memories. We just knew we were having fun. That one was Winnie the Pooh, apparently. I don't remember Classic. Winnie the Pooh saying that. What does that mean? Shit. <laughs> it means about as much as the song. <laughs> this one, I like, I like this one because it, it reminds me of Chibs. All of the dislikes are just Australians who liked it. <laughs> <they're upside> down. <laughs> uh, There's one from uh, toughlife.com. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, I like it. Fun fact because of Kurt, more people started wearing short sleeve shirts over long sleeve shirts outside of Seattle in the 90s. Um, I don't think so. I think that was always a thing. <laughs> Were they just a bit chilly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not hot, not up. cold enough for a jumper, but not hot enough to just wear <laughs> the single long sleeve. I need something else. Yeah, I did go... that so much. Yes, go visit Seattle. It fucking rains like eighty percent <laughs> of the year. Like, did you, you do know. that heaps, Mad Dog? Uh the old undershirt. Yes, as and I can't expand on that. Yes, <laughs> you just did. Yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> All right, it was so a right. thing. Yeah. Okay. Have you got any more um, YouTube comments? I have one more. You go okay, go. One yeah. each. Okay. Uh, Simon Hunter, three days ago, says, the most emotional song you'll ever hear with lyrics that don't make sense. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> what? Good one. <laughs> All right. Here's my last one. This is from Dub J, Scrub J, only three days ago as well. So people are still rolling in with these comments. Mm. Who's listening in 2020? <laughs> no, Hashtag one of them, quarantine. This is another one, actually. It was like, no one cares who's listening to it today. But the one I was looking for, Dub J, Scrub J, 
He was three years younger than being a boomer. A boomer singing a song. Imagine. <laughs> I love that millennials have cancelled Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Here we are now. Good. Entertain us. Yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> I think my dad kind of liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I'm going to move on to Legacy quickly here before we wrap up. Um, here's five better albums released in 1991. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah. Mm. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. The Low End Theory. Great. A Tribe Called Quest. Mm. Metallica. Black Album. Mm. Love yeah. it. Diamond, Diamond and Pearls. Prince. Now you're talking. Not yeah. Samson. The original. <laughs> the original. Definitely one of Prince's albums there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, Guns N' Roses. Love them. Fuck Guns N' Roses. All better than this stinking pile of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, never mind, Chips. You'll never never understand. Blood Sugar was released on the same day, I believe, as well. Oh, really? Yeah. And hey, hey, what are the Chili Peppers doing now? Selling out stadiums? What are Nirvana doing now? Not right now, they're not. Nothing? Yeah, oh, didn't you see Post Malone there's... recently? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Fuck him. He didn't play. That. He actually didn't play "Smells Like Teen Spirit" in his Nirvana set, though. Nah. Why would you? Why would you? <laughs> okay. Bain, so geez. they didn't even do it themselves mm. most of the time. No. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. For the legacy of like all the other episodes, that when we get to the legacy segment, mm. you've got all these facts of the number one went yeah in, in different parts of the world and. Mm-hmm. But this time around, you just you just said here's better albums. <laughs> no, no. Okay, look, I'm gonna. <laughs> I just wanted to start off with that, just as a pretense to say, I'm going to tell you all the amazing things that this song did. But there were five other albums that were made up of all better songs than this <laughs> at the same time. Okay. So, Smells Like Teen Spirit was um, included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's list of songs that shaped rock and roll. Fucking joking. In in 2001, the Recording Industry Association of America ranked the song at number 80 on their Song of the Century list. In 2002, NME ranked the song number two on their list of 100 greatest singles of all time. While Kerrang. Bob Dylan, I'm I'm guessing. Wonderwall. Obviously, Billy Joel. Probably fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was River of Dreams. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, and Kerrang ranked it number one on its list of 100 greatest singles of all time. 2004, Rolling Stone ranked Smells Like Teen Spirit ninth on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. In 2017, it was included in the Grammy Hall of Fame. So... Nirvana grew uncomfortable with the song's success and in later concerts often excluded it from the set list. VH1 put it at number 43 of their greatest ever rock songs. Rolling Stone put it number three on their greatest ever pop songs. Wow. Uh, And then I've already said the the NME and the Kerrang!, the this NRMA only... put it as the <laughs> NRMA as their whole uh, music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told Alex Lloyd, you are no longer amazing, and now this is amazing. Um, it smells this like song car only... insurance. 
Uh, <laughs> this song only went number one in three countries. Okay. France, 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 Belgium, and Spain. Oh, what really? Fuck, so how the fuck? Oh, yeah. All right. Next song. <laughs> okay. Um, so how many shotgun pellets out of 10 do you give this song? 10 being you just launch them into your skull. Zero being uh, the, the, the shoddy jammed up. Um, Zav, how many shells, mate? Um, yeah, I honestly never got into Nirvana. I don't know what it was. I think it was, I think it was the fact that it was like they were so. Um, what's the word? It was like you, you, you people wanted to like hate them because they were so popular, but they also wanted to love them because they were so unpopular. I don't know how. You know what I mean? Like they were that kind of band. I just never really like. I just I never liked the sound of Kurt's voice. Um, so and this song is just really just overdone. It's so overdone, and it's honestly just a bit shit. Like we've discussed over the last hour. Um, it's on this podcast. <laughs> yes, I give it a nine. Nine wow. pellets. I like, Holy shit. I like it. Wow. I like it a lot. Okay. A lot of pellets. Mm. Think how dead you'd be with nine. Yeah. Um, Bevo, Bevo, how many shoddy pellets do you give it, mate? Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> it's a one. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? If you thought Crazy Frog was going to come back to haunt you. <laughs> I love it. That's um, a great song. All right. Dan, Dan Southern. <clears throat> yeah. How many shot? How many shoddy shells, mate? Look, uh, I'll uh, I'll see Ryan's one, and I'll I don't really know poker, so I'll just see it. <laughs> it's, I'll also give. Match I'm it. also going with a one. Oh, um, it's like you've never heard it. Now the thing is, right? I'm not not exactly like a gigantic fan of this song. I, I do like it and everything, but I I do love Nirvana, so I can't give it a bad score. So it's definitely a one. You know I update the website. I can put whatever fucking score I want. <laughs> Mad Dog, how many shoddy shells out of 10? Nah. Look, I, I do a pretty good job of finding lots of things to get depressed about in my life. Um, I don't need this bloody long-haired lout screaming at me, telling me things are bad. <laughs> this is an eight. It's an Ooh. eight. It's an eight for me. Never liked it. And I'm just feel like a weight's lifted off my shoulders after all these years. Don't like it. <laughs> never have. Never will. Declaring in public. Well, how how come it's not a 10? How come you're not going for 10 bullets? Well, I'm like you, Dano. I, I feel like I want to save that 10 for a special, special something. So, yeah. yeah. It's an eight. Good call. Give yourself some room. I, um, okay, this might surprise you. <laughs> Here comes the I one. give it a I give it a one. Yes. Oh, good lord. <laughs> zero. A one zero. A fucking ten. Oh, a big old ten. Man. Oh my god, zero. the first ten. That's your first ten. The first Woo! ten. Bang 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 bang. <laughs> so oh, can put sound effects in. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Get some. Yeah, sort just of one, bang. one bang. One bang will be suffice. I'm going to get that R&B horn for the uh, 10. Ba-ba-ba-bow! 
<laughs> um, and it's going to go for about 45 seconds. <laughs> um, I'm gonna um I'm gonna fade it from left to right with a chorus effect, just like the pre-chorus for this piece of shit song. Um, all right, make sure you follow us uh, all the social medias at a thousand and one songs that make you want to die. You can jump on our website, just a thousand and one songs that make you want to die dot com. Um, there's merch there. You can check out the shit list, see all the stores, see where everything's sitting on on the list, and um, make sure you DM us, email us, whatever with any requests that you've got, which we have been getting tons of and we will be doing on future episodes. Um, there's a couple of crackers that we're going to have coming up for you all. Um, and if you're, in a, if you're in a band and you think that your music is pretty good, send it to us and we'll let you know how shit it is. <laughs> we'll prove yeah. to you that it's not good at all. We'd be happy to, we'd be happy only, to do it. Please. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you... Um, so make sure you like... Like and um, subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Hello. Thanks, Mad Dog. Thanks, Mad Dog. No worries. Hello. All right. Bing, 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 bing. Hi everyone, it's Dan here from 1001 Songs That Make You Want To Die. I'm here today to let you know that our podcast is now available on Patreon. That's right, for as little as $2 a month, you can now support this podcast rather than listen to it for free, effectively stealing the food out of the mouths of our starving children. There's one of them now. So why not join us on Patreon? You get bonus stuff each month, and you can even be a guest on the podcast if you want. Now, doesn't that sound better than making our poor children starve? (laughs) Oh, kids are great, aren't they? Anyway, on with today's episode.